You know, we've been doing these podcasts for a while, and I've been really struck by sort of how integrated communications technology has become with our daily lives. Uh, and I've especially become interested in how, because of these new techniques and these new technologies, uh, marketing techniques have really changed in the last 20 years. So we're going to explore some of those ideas and how that might apply to digital signage. To that end, I'm here with Marketing Communications Manager for Physics, Debbie DeWitt. Hello, Debbie. Hello, Derek. Thank you. I'd like to thank you for coming and talking to me today, and I'd like to thank all of you for listening. This is Digital Signage Done Right. Whether you're new to digital signage or a seasoned pro, this podcast gives you practical advice about systems, communications, and content to better engage your audience. I'm Derek DeWitt, Communications Specialist for Physics. Welcome to Digital Signage Done Right. So, you know, people today, I mean, we're constantly on the go. We're getting information from multiple channels. We're walking around with these touchscreen computers in our pockets that they say are more powerful than the computers that, you know, sent the Apollo landings to the moon. How do you compete with that, all that noise? How do you grab attention? I mean, digital signage is another way. It's sort of an externalized version of this. And one of the things you hear a lot being talked about is creating this more consumer-like experience. So I've been thinking a lot about how we consume information as people and digital citizens today, you know. This idea that uh, the way that we engage with uh, a company or brand or a product or services or whatever, right, nowadays, first it was websites and now it's your Facebook feeds and all of these sorts of things. So people have all of these so many different ways to interact with corporations and each other. Yeah, I mean, consumer experience, sometimes it's called customer experience. It's really, you're just talking about what kind of feeling or perception does a person have after they've interacted with you, right. your company? So in the retail world, it means, you know, how do they feel after they've made a purchase or had a tech support call with you? But when it comes to digital signs, you're really talking about what does that audience feel after they've interacted or engaged with your signage, with your messaging, with mm-hmm. your touchscreen? Uh, it's really about trying to create almost that same type of feeling as they have engaged with a brand or a store, but doing it through internal communications. Yeah, I think a lot of it's about sort of managing uh, expectations. The way that we use our phones, for example, even though you wouldn't think it, it seems pretty, the apps, you tap an app, it opens, you scroll like this, you move through this. But in fact, everybody does have tiny, tiny little individual ways that they interact with even the apps on their own phone or tablet. Even if you're not in retail, I think what we're trying to do is create a, a similar experience somehow with a very different medium. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, as far as how we access information, how we sort through it, how we search for it, what we choose from the results that we get, and then how we navigate those results are all very individual. Mm. And, um, you know, like you said about smartphones, same thing. It's it, We've had studies as far back as websites that navigation needs to be easy, but no one does it the same way. There are many people that, quite frankly, just accessing the files on your laptop, you do it a different way. Yeah. Some people will open an app because they've got a shortcut and other people will type it into the apps menu. Like everybody is very individual and that's actually wonderful. And that's what we're trying to tap into. Make make people feel like it's an individual discovery. I mean, I always joke that like 
no one would organize their kitchen the way I have mine organized. Oh, God, that's the truth. <laughs> but it's absolutely true. You go into so you go into a friend's house or something, and you're like, why are your books there? Why are you, why, why is this your silverware drawer? Are you insane? I mean, actually, a bookshelf is the best way to see the differences in individuals, how people categorize their library, or if you're on a Kindle, like how people store their things. Is it by genre? Is it by title? Is it alphabetical by author? I had, uh, I had a friend who actually organized his uh, bookshelf by the color of the spines so all the green ones were here all the blue ones were here wow that would be beautiful but very hard to remember how to find something i hope you didn't have a whole lot of books i think you had to write an index for it yeah who the heck knows how people are going to organize their physical spaces the way they interact i mean some people have a million icons on their desktop and some people have a really clean desktop one of the things that really strikes me is interactivity i cannot help but think that digital signage is quite clearly moving towards interactive 100 percent. that's going to be the future soon yeah, absolutely. I mean, we all have touch screens in our pockets, like you said, and even at work, we're using a lot of, a lot more touch screens. So I think anybody who's ever been to a mall and had a large screen display, they've seen people walking up to it and touching it. It's just what's yeah. done now. We test every screen to say, can I interact with this? So when you're talking about a consumer-like experience and allowing people to explore in their own way, well, interactivity is the natural fit because obviously it's hard to explore a screen on the wall showing a playlist in my own way. Right, so, especially if it's up, you know, absolutely. eight so, feet in the air. Yeah, so interactivity is the key uh, very much for personalized experience to allow people to have this sort of sense of discovery and accomplishment by finding mm -hmm. information they want to. And you can actually nest or embed a really a dense amount of information just using the directory form, the basic concept of a directory. It can be anything. It's just like on your computer, folders, and then a subfolder, and a subfolder inside that, and da da da. You can just have all of this information, really an astonishing amount of information through an interactive touchscreen. Yeah, if you think of a website, you're, you always have top menus and then and then subpages. I mean, you certainly don't want to overload it. You don't want to have right. the entire web on there, but it does allow you to, for example, serve up a directory to someone who's looking for an office, but serve up your mission statement or current charity drive totals. People are going to want to see different things. I mean, a lot of campuses, they do interactivity. They'll have wayfinding, they'll have directories, but they also talk about the history of the campus. They'll even right. have like, if they've got a big sports <clears throat> program, they'll have alumni boards, they'll have donor boards. Right. And all of that's like the person walking in the door might have different interests from the person walking in after them. So right. it's, it's a great great way to go, hey, we've thought of, of all these different things that interest our audience, and so we're offering them all to you, and pick and choose the way you like, navigate the way you like, right. and interact with it in a personal way. Yeah, you've created these deep wells of potential information for people who are so inclined to interact with. And here's the thing, I mean, it doesn't mean if you don't have touch screens that you're just hopelessly out of date and old-fashioned. Yeah, you, no. you can mimic the interactive experience. QR codes are certainly coming into their own right now in the United States. I think most smartphones come preloaded with a reader. Smartphone snaps, coupon codes, uh, vanity URLs, all of these with discrete landing pages or sending people to the internet if it's internal communications. These are also all ways to create some sort of interactivity, but I, I can't help but think that people today go to a screen and if, if the only thing I can do is just look at it, there's a little a little bit of a disappointment there. There's like a, huh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you want to carry on engaging after someone has left your screen. It shouldn't be a right. 10 second engagement and they're done. That's why you have a call to action. Like you said, 
you can continue that personal experience by now go to the website where you can dig deep. Take uh, Taking your phone out of your pocket and taking a picture of the mascot on the screen or a QR code uh, and then take that to the bookshop for a discount or something like that. I mean, that's all consumer-like. I mean, it's really just about finding a way to enhance the interaction with your audience member as opposed right. to intruding on them. Ah. You want them to not feel like, I just got interrupted. I was, I was looking at my smartphone. I glanced right. up so I didn't run into a wall. I glanced at a screen and, you know, it wasn't a positive experience. You want right. it to catch their attention. You want it to offer them something right. that will make them engage with your brand or your communication. Right. And I think the days of just messaging at people, uh, they're done. They're gone. Uh, we, don't, we no longer just go, hey, here's some information. Now go about your business. Modern communications, modern marketing is all about engaging, engaging, engaging. I mean, retail has been doing this forever because the engagement aspect is buy our product or service. Mm -hmm. uh, and here we're, we're doing so much more than just that. Absolutely. And, and I mean, this is very important as we get new generations in the workplace or quite frankly, they're no longer new. Millennials are making up a, a large chunk of the workforce. And if you're at a college, uh, you've got millennials and Gen Z. I mean, you've got younger generations that you're appealing to, yeah. and so you have to think differently about how you're marketing to them. I'll use the term marketing because communications is somewhat a form of marketing. It's not selling you something, but you are trying to engage them, well, get them is, to pay attention, and yeah. maybe get them to, to have a dialogue with you in some way. Yeah, it is offering something and hoping the person takes it. That's basically what it is. Now, you know, another thing that you read a lot about if you're reading about modern marketing uh, is this concept of influencer marketing. Of course. And I, it's interesting. I think a lot of people don't really understand. Like George Clooney in Europe uh, is the Nespresso guy, uh, and he's sort of their little brand mascot. And it certainly draws people in, but that's not influencer marketing, right? No, no, that's 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 branding. It's a great campaign, but it's branding. Because who and those, doesn't love George? Yeah, and those are the, those are the two <laughs> things that get that get uh, confused. I think a lot people think that that influencer marketing is just doing like editorial coverage and press releases and getting your name out and having social media pages. That's branding. That's communications. But influencer marketing is getting someone else to promote you because they dig it. Quite frankly, it should be organic. It is meant to be organic. It has been co-opted a bit by marketing and people are paying influencers. But the fact yeah. is it should be getting people in the world uh, who have followers. This is almost always on social media. Influencer marketing is a social media creation. And it web, is, yeah. Yeah, it is getting people who are considered authorities or just stylish or just popular to say, I like this thing, I like this brand, I like this product, and mm -hmm. actually spread that word. It can be as simple as, you know, there's a whole YouTube channel of someone unboxing things, you know. It's like, I oh, like... that's a huge, the, yeah, the unboxing videos are There's massive. one with a, a boy who unboxes toys. Yeah. And it's, it's about, do I like, and that's a very experiential, you're watching someone else's experience going, do they like this packaging experience, the delivery, are they excited, is it yeah. easy? And P.S., it's also promoting that particular product <laughs> yeah exactly and it's basically uh, for whatever reason like I said they could just be popular they could be an actual industry expert or an expert on that topic but whatever this person is considered trustworthy or some sort of brand leader or, or you know a leader uh, maybe someone who tries things before anybody else and the audience mm. likes that 
it's usually a real person, but you can even do it. Some marketers have tapped into it by doing it as more like a character uh, who right. is, okay. and it's really about if, if something or someone gets a following and they endorse you, that's influencer marketing. I also think though, like reviews, online reviews are a type of influencer marketing. It's crowdsourcing yeah. your influencer marketing. The people have spoken and they say, by gosh, you're four, 4.8 out of five and that's that's pretty that's pretty high praise and obviously you want to get more and more of those uh it's not a good idea to create fake accounts people no. can kind of see right through it testimonials uh getting people's opinions out there i mean you, you're kind of creating champions in many ways yeah and actually you can the way this influences digital signage is if you get reviews positive or negative in truth if you want to be transparent Put them on your digital signs. If you have testimonials, absolutely put those up there. If you simply do a training survey, for example, Vizix does a survey for any implementation, tech support or training. If someone gives a compliment to George in our tech support group, put that on your digital signs. It's it's great because it builds brand. It's not selling anything. But you could show that to internal employees, but you can also show that to customers because what you're doing is you're saying, hey, we're promoting ourselves, but we didn't do it. An influencer did it. This isn't yeah. us. We didn't, we didn't, we're not saying this George, was a pleasant surprise. We're not saying George is the best tech support guy this month. A customer did. They said this about him. Right. And so it gives that separation. And especially for like millennials and younger people, they don't want to be marketed to. They don't want to be sold. They don't yeah, they be resent pitched. it. They resent it. So instead, they want facts. They want other people to say, you should check this out. You should go with this. You know, right. you, you should actually consider this. I did. I liked it. Right. And it's not the company who, of course, course has a reason to tell you that it's great telling you mm -hmm. it's great it's someone else doing it this idea of having social media boards on there your uh, digital signage you can have contacts uh, contests you can do profiles of various things let people submit things videos pictures what have you yeah it's great to crowdsource content I mean it's a big job to put something up all the time and since influencer marketing is going on out there and branding and then these other things uh, basically you can pull that in on your screens and it saves you so much more time right and really what you're doing is you're in that way you're creating a dialogue in many ways or at least something that's similar to a dialogue as opposed to just hey we're a brand you can trust yeah people want to participate I mean people want to share things they want to share in that experience we're going back to that consumer like experience um, you yeah, know, this is just the abstracted version of a touchscreen. <laughs> exactly. You know that any any large brand out there, like a Nike or Banana Republic, they have a whole online presence that has nothing to do with selling. They have yeah, they're Instagram. promoting lifestyle. It's lifestyle, yeah. and it's and what they're saying is, if you like this, share it. And you can do the same thing really by promoting. You can also just directly ask people to share and submit testimonials. You can put that content up, mm -hmm. and then certainly show those results. And and like you said, make people feel like they're part of the dialogue. Right. And, and the thing is, it's not just it's not just making them feel like that. They really are part of it. You know, a lot of it is you have to know who you're talking to. And the thing is, especially the all of this technology, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of uh, public facing, forward facing, outward facing tech. But there's a lot of stuff under the hood as well. I mean, anybody out there who has tapped into Google Analytics, the depth and width of knowledge is overwhelming. Yeah. It's preposterous how much big data we can gather now on our audiences and how they behave and what they do and how their workflow, their, their viewing patterns go and they go from here to here to here to here. Yeah, and it's great and it's not scary. A lot of people get scared of this. It's not personal. 
I don't know what Derek is looking up right. on my website. They generate a fake IP to say, if you want to follow this person, we're going to call John Smith, you know, right. but it's not actually John Smith. But yeah, it gives you this huge data set and knowing your audience. I mean, if you don't know your audience, you're just pushing out how, your own message. How can you You're communicate talking to with yourself. Them. Yeah. You're just talking to yourself. You have to talk to them. So, I mean, we've talked about different generations. You have to parse who you're talking to, when, where, mm. the differences. And granted, in a shopping mall, you're talking to everybody all the time. But, like, if this is organizational communications, which is really our focus, we're talking mm. about forget the retail, bring this into your company or right. your, your government office or your hospital you really need to pay attention to who's looking at your screens, when and why. And it's not just demographics. That's that's certainly one level, and that's the most understandable because companies have been looking at demographics for ages. Sure. But, I mean, it's also now we can see viewing patterns. We can see behavior patterns. We can see in Google Analytics, I can actually see a lot of people who go to my website are also interested in traveling by train or are interested in going to the movies in yeah. the cinemas and things like this. Like that's a really interesting depth. Now the reason that I know this is because those people have voluntarily allowed Google and the web in various profiles and so on to access that information. So you're not really spying or anything like that. Oh, absolutely. When we say this, I mean, we're, we're all also talking about when we say like get big data. I mean, big data is much bigger than any organization is going right. to. We're not talking usually. NSA stuff. Yeah. Internally <laughs> uh, do it. Always do it safe. Always do it voluntarily. We yeah. know that. But the fact is like HR, they'll know things. I mean, certainly make clear to them. You don't want specific individuals, but they can, they can gather up some statistics for you. I mean, the average length of employment at our company. I mean, if you've got a high number, like Vizix very much does, I believe the average is something close to eight or 10 years that people stay at this company. That's something you want to advertise. I mean, so that's, you know, the data trend is get that data. Does it inspire anything? Is it anything you can put on your screens? HR can help with that. You can do walkthrough audits just to find out what are people interested in and right. that kind of thing. But really, surveys is a great way. I mean, it's very simple. You want to know what people want to see on your screens. Ask them. Ask them. Yeah. yeah hey, what would you them. what would you like to see? Yeah. Exactly. Right. I mean, and and it's funny. This seems so obvious, but the fact is, is that real life we have seen quite a few people who. They sit in an office, they come up with what they want to say, and they put it out there. And as I said, you're just communicating for yourself. You always yeah. have to think of the receiver in right. communications. Yeah, and you create this kind of, it almost creates a feedback loop. You communicate with them, they respond and communicate with you, sometimes directly or indirectly through what they do or whether they follow your call, follow your call to action or what have you, and then you adjust what you offer to them, and then you present new stuff that's been adjusted according to uh, what you think uh, they want. They then respond to this. So it's this constant loop back and forth, back and forth, back and forth between communicator and communicatee, if that's a word. Yeah, receiver, whatever you want to yeah. call it. But yeah, I mean, the fact is, times have changed. We all went through the 14 pieces of junk mail in our mailbox uh, phase, which is here, Still. <laughs> here, here, look at my product, buy my product, look at my product, buy my yeah. product or my service, or if it's internal communications, sign up for 401k, do it, do it, do it. If people, they want something useful. Don't tell me what, tell me why. Yeah, don't stick a bunch of flyers under my door for lumber when I'm not interested in lumber. And I understand that in the old way, it's just, it's just push communications, we're printing newspapers and flyers. You have no way of knowing 
if I personally am interested in your lumber company, you know? Yeah, I mean, in marketing, it's it's been a long time since we since we switched over to talking about features to talking about benefits. It's been years and years. Yeah. So I mean, really, people are looking for uh, communications and content that are that's that's relevant, that's useful to them. Yeah. And then uh, the, the the last thing that's very much on uh, in all marketing. Uh, newspapers and, and articles and blogs and, and publications and so on all the, the much of the talk these days is about content marketing we're doing content marketing right now this this is a form of content marketing right <laughs> uh, I have a quote here from the content marketing Institute uh, quote content marketing is a technique of creating and distributing valuable relevant and consistent content to attract and acquire a clearly defined audience with the objective of driving profitable customer action. That's pretty comprehensive. Boiling it down, write a blog, do a podcast, don't don't do an advertisement, don't sell something, give people relevant information that they're interested in with the hope that they will attach to your brand or your company or if it's internal communications, they will re, you know attach more to that culture. Right. They and, know what they're doing. And there of course there is an end game. There is the fact that you want to drive profits, you want people to have brand loyalty, right. you want your cust- your uh, internal employees to be happier and more productive. But the fact is, you don't just have to keep screaming at them, be more productive, buy my product. You can right. actually give them something that just makes them want to do it on their own. It's about motivating them to motivate themselves. Right. And with, say, a digital signage, organizational digital signage, especially, uh, but even the public-facing stuff, but especially the talking to your own employees, uh, digital signage deployments, you're not actually really selling anything. Oh, yeah, you might try and get people to go buy, you know, brownies or coffee or salads or something at the on-site cafe, but you're not really there to make money. You're there to, to get them engaged because engagement, as we know, has its own series of benefits and so on and so forth. Yeah, there are a lot of similarities between uh, content marketing and managing digital signage communications. Yeah. I mean, they really... They focus on, it sounds simple, but they're focused on communicating, not selling. Right. So, I mean, it's about relationship building and becoming, you know, using those signs to become a, a trusted source mm. for your audience. I mean, that's true of like our website. We have a ton of resources, blogs and all this. We want to be seen as someone you can trust to tell you. Yeah. Not just buy our product, but how to use it, how to get the most out of it. So right. you really want to do that. <clears throat> You can use it for ads, but it's always better to educate and inform your audience instead of sell something. Uh, So digital signs are kind of a natural fit. Right. Like I always think of of interactive wayfinding uh, as kind of a good model for this or metaphor for this. You know, the purpose of your wayfinding offering to the public and to visitors to your facility is to assist them in getting from point A to point B. Yeah, and relieve right. stress and seem helpful. If you look right. at that, that's a bit of a content marketing sort of feeling. You're you're being helpful to them. Yeah. Can you imagine how irritating it would be if you know you're you go okay, how do I do this? And then periodically along the little red line that's drawn on the map, ads popped up. Right. That would be idiotic. Nobody would do that. Everyone has seen it in malls. Many times you're wayfinding. You know they've sold that space of we're going to put the McDonald's logo and even have it. But that's animated. fine. The logo is fine. Right, but it's animated. But sometimes you can touch that and an ad will pop up. Right. I mean, and that's fine because it's optional. Right. It's what exactly we're talking about right. is 
again, we're back to consumer experience. Let people discover what they want to and don't put it in their face. Don't interrupt them when they're in their own search for information or learning something from your screens. Yeah, that's exactly so. Yeah, I mean, really, content marketing and digital signage are both really about uh, attracting an audience and retaining an audience, mm -hmm. creating sort of loyalty. You know, like there's a new uh, blog website called Medium and you'll see trends in there and you'll see people will follow certain people and and oh I trust this person I've read five of this person's blogs and I think this person has something interesting to say and they begin to follow them uh, it's just a, it's almost it's almost like content media content marketing meets social media yeah I mean that's why Reddit and Quora and these other things exist I mean Reddit Reddit's fantastic because they are absolutely against any type of marketing even content marketing they're they are there as ask crowdsource your question and get an answer right so that's like more like influencer marketing um, mm -hmm. Whereas, like you said, something like social media, you do see a lot of content marketing there. Right. And, you know, it's interesting, like Content Marketing Institute says, valuable, relevant, partly I think that would mean timely, and consistent. I mean, I think the consistency yeah. thing is a very important thing. Don't just throw up content marketing for content marketing's sake. There's a term now, clickbait. Absolutely. And initially, when we started to see clickbait, we see now these sort of deceptive headlines or a headline, say, if I'm on Facebook or something that looks like it promises to be an interesting media article on a topic I'm interested in, and then you click it, and it's a poorly written thin paragraph, and the entire point of that, you feel used. The entire point of that was to simply get you to click on their link, go to their website, so they can increase their numbers, because I don't know they're going to sell to VC or something. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. You know, we've used we've used companies to help uh, with our web strategy, and they've offered. You know, they started with content marketing for us, and they wrote these like ten ways to do this, and we do a lot of that. The difference is they wrote you know 250 words, and we write 1,200 because we're like, if we're gonna tell you the six ways, we're gonna tell you why you should care about them, and really tell you what to do with them. Yeah. So we actually took it out of a contractor's hands because they were a marketing company, mm. and it was too bad that they just. They were doing the clickbait type things. They were just about keywords and all of that. And we're and again for our content marketing, we really try to give you real information that you can use or that can at least get your brain working on a certain subject yeah. to think about. Um, and I think that's the big thing with content marketing, just like communications on your digital digital signs. It needs to be something people care about, but if don't, don't care, it's, it shouldn't care. be a headline people care about. You don't just give them a blip. It's like if right. they care about it. Feed that need. You know, you really want to mm. uh, basically make sure that they want to come back on a regular basis, or they're just going to tune out. Yeah, I always like to think it's they, you want them to bookmark you and just become, you know, a regular customer. I mean, nothing, nothing would be more irritating than six ways to improve communication with your employees. And the the thrust of part one is use my company. Item number two, use my company. Yeah. Item number three, if you use my company, I don't know. You're just like, oh, so you don't actually have any advice for me. You're just trying to promote yourself. Yeah, exactly. It and seems I've, deceptive. I've, frankly. I will say I've done a couple of shameless plugs for Vizix during this, but the fact <laughs> is, I make sure that it's buried in amongst a lot of useful information that yeah. I don't, the fact is we don't mind if you're using us or you're using someone else or you're not even using digital signage. This yeah. the whole thing is we don't like people who just put screens on the wall and think that's enough. Cause like we're talking about, 
content marketing is exactly like digital signage communications because you're trying to influence behavior. Right, change or if influence it. you're not trying it, yeah. to influence your culture, your behavior, your motivation of your employees, productivity, safety, whatever you're trying to do, your goal should never be, my goal is to tell them this. That is not a good goal. I want them, yeah. I just want to tell them this. No, it can be, I want to inform this them of this because I've had a lot of questions about it or because they meeting, we do a lot of meetings. I want to put the event schedule up. So a lot of people are like, well, what's the goal on that? I just want to show it. It sounds simple, but think all the way through to the receiver. You always should yeah. be thinking through the receiver. Right. And the receiver is, oh, I didn't know there was a thing about that. Or I didn't know that the new training modules were out. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I love being trained or whatever. Right. It's, it's saying instead of going, well, I want to tell them, uh, someone told me that we have new training modules, so I want to put that up because I just want people to know. It's we want to increase participation in training. We want people to know that there's professional development opportunities. So that, that's a little bit of the content marketing thought is that don't just push out communications. Think about what's relevant and, and what's useful. Like yeah. you said, timely, useful. Well, you know, and I, I think of attractors, uh, you know, weather and date and time are like the, the and then maybe some kind of news sticker. These are the big attractors. I mean, the weather, I'm sorry, I'm at Acme Widgets. That's our company, and we don't have anything to do with the weather. I'm putting that up there because, yeah, everybody wants to know what's the weather going to be like. I'm going to go out. I'm going to have lunch. Do I need to drive? Can I walk? Yeah, people want to know about traffic on the way home. That's you're not. That's helping people. That yeah. is content marketing on your screens. Yeah. It's not, hey, it's I'm not trying. It's not just a, a trick. Yeah. It's not, I, hey, I'm trying to get more people to sign up for 401k. It's like, hey, let us help you with your commute. Like content marketing, you know, people make jokes all the time about feeding the endless maw of the new ball, which is the desperate need for content everywhere you go. Google likes it when you update sections of your website and it prioritizes you higher in your SERP rankings. Social media, you need to have something all the time. Instagram, <laughs> every day, every day. You know, you have to constantly do all this stuff and there's just constant, constant, constant need for content. And Digital signage really is is that, that you're constantly putting in new stuff. It's an ongoing process. You're seeing how it, people react because you have a call to action. Do they take it? How do they take it? And then you're adjusting. It's, it's just a never-ending cycle. It's just a it's like a new way of life. It is, and the fact is, um, you know, with digital signs, think about our culture. It's funny because the more content that's out there, the faster people eat up the content. Like the fact, the fact is, the amount of content. It's not like it's just all going and sitting somewhere on a Google server and no one's looking at it. The reason you need the content is that we're getting really good about searching for, finding, reading, digesting, and moving on with content. Social yeah. media, all these things have taught us that. So digital signs, you need to do the same thing. You do have to feed content quite a lot. You need because you want to do that anyways to keep it fresh. But it's also like uh, people can take in a lot more. You know, we just we're getting faster at digesting information. Mm. So don't be boring. Don't you want like you talked about attractors that gets their eye on the screen what time is it but you want to have something else up there they find relevant and yeah. you want to make sure that that happens all the time because if they walk by four times see the same thing or for a whole week every single time they walk by they just see this one video there's looping. that picture of that dog or just yeah, yeah a lot of people do these like here's a a video about our company and it just loops and loops. People will not look at you. They'll come back next week and not even glance at yeah, the sign. That's just garbage. I don't care. Yeah. yeah, I think, and you said something earlier. Put yourself in the viewer's shoes. I walk in. 
you know, I'm uh, Joe Schmo from the city, and I've come in to uh, whatever, have a meeting with somebody. So what are you thinking? Oh, I wonder what time it is. Oh, that's an interesting thing. I didn't know that. Oh, that's that, that video wall is telling me that there's a kiosk over here that has wayfinding. Well, that's perfect because I don't know where I'm going. Oh, boom. Oh, wow, this is great. Oh, wow, this is a really both. Oh, and this is an interesting piece of information here in this content zone. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, there's a cafe. Well, great. And, you know, and so you just have this positive experience. Part of it is about the specifics there. Part of it is attractors. And it's it all it's all very much like how we uh, we interact with uh, information and through all the different mediums and social media feeds and websites that we use in our lives. Yeah. I mean, I think that, honestly, content marketing is the, in, in terms of this subject that you brought up about how the marketing trends affect digital signage, content marketing is probably the closest along the line because... Like we said, it's putting out something useful. It's putting out something relevant. But I would, I just wanted to say also, like, if you're in communications, whether you're in marketing or internal communications, keep abreast of marketing trends. Look yeah. at what's happening because these are people and usually some very, very well-backed companies who have tons of money to spend on research are out there finding what works. Uh, there was yeah, a point, we've, we've gone through the failures for you. Exactly. Yeah. A great example is there was a point about five years ago where I would hear people say, we want to create a viral video. Yeah, yeah, you can't And it was video, misunderstanding yeah. the fact that viral is organic, but then advertisers actually did get in on it. And you had agencies who specialized in making what they said were videos that they that would help to go viral. Now, some of that was because they got the, the web uh, reactions and shares up. Right, but, and so on, yeah. but that's one of those things that they went through the failure for you because the fact is they went, nope, viral videos, the most popular videos are never going to be from, you know, you'll have popular commercials, but the most watched video is almost always going to be homegrown. So yeah. that was a great thing because there was a time when companies did jump on that. They saw marketing, you know, agencies, big agencies are doing these viral videos. Let's try one at our level or whatever. And very quickly, everybody figured out that that's, that's just not going to. Yeah. I mean, when you think about viral videos, uh, two always come to mind and I know they're from some time ago. Double Rainbow. Double them was, one of them was Double Rainbow. Exactly. Which was just a guy very probably tripping his mind out. I know. Just so in love with the rainbows and having just a great time. And it really, it really, that was organic. And then you have one that isn't organic, but there's this new element in the, our sort of digitalized age which is the concept of remixing, uh, and that's Gangnam style, where it was so watched. It wasn't watched that often because necessarily because people were like, I just have to watch this over and over and over again. I'm hypnotized. I mean, if that's what you wanted to do, you could just figure out a way to download it on your computer sure. and watch it forever. People watched it over and over again because they were doing their own weird versions. There was a Klingon style. There was a this. There were thousands of copies and not mocking, not satires, but sort of homage yeah, absolutely. And that's I guess that's a little bit of what I'm saying is go out there, see what marketers are doing and remix it yeah. for internal communications. I mean, don't break copyright. Don't break. Never do that. But what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying is like you can absolutely go, wow, this ad campaign for the electronic store has this little mascot yeah. that is hugely popular or yeah. they're using, I don't know, a baby deer or whatever. And you can go, you know what? Let's do that on ours. Let's come All up right. with something similar and try it out. So that's what I'm kind of saying is like just like people go out and remix videos. You can go out, see what people are doing, see what's catching on, whether it be marketing or social media or influencer marketing, content marketing, whatever yeah. is popular. You're a consumer. 
Yeah. The person running the digital signs, I mean, certainly you need to appeal to different audience members in different ways, but you're not living in a bubble. So whatever, you know, I've seen probably a bunch of billboards for Game of Thrones because everybody knows it's a very popular show. Right. So people are riffing on that. So I'm just saying you can go out there and use uh, pop culture, yeah. marketing, content marketing, yeah. influencers, social media, all of it. It's all inspiration because that's the big thing. The whole point of this podcast is to help people who are going, it's what else can I put on my screens and how can I make it more creative and appealing? Yeah. This yeah. helps. We talked about it here, but if there's really one major takeaway, it's that stop advertising to people. They don't like it anymore. People have become very, very savvy about being directly marketed to. Yeah, and especially for internal communications. I mean, in retail, yeah. retail marketing is vastly changing, but we're really focused on organizational communications. Right. And so the translation of stop selling them is stop talking at them. Don't tell them, oh, we're a great company because we do this and this and this. And you're like, yeah, they know they work for you. Stop trying to sell them on the company that they already work for. If they didn't like you, they would quit. They should let you say that. But, yeah. You know, I want to I wanna put my own words on that screen. Don't yeah. you tell me you're a great company. Margie and Development says, I've worked for many companies and I have never felt as satisfied as I have here at Acme Widgets. That's great stuff. It's powerful for anybody who just needs a little boost that day. And it's very powerful for new employees or visitors to the building. Yeah, that's exactly so. So, yeah. Don't advertise. Offer people good information. Take a cue out of the concepts of content marketing. Make everybody an influencer in some way, shape, or form. Make sure there's a call to action in there so that you have some way to measure how effective it is. Respond to the way that people are interacting with your communications. Uh, just and this is this kind of virtuous feedback loop that just continues to make everything better for the organization, makes things certainly better for the people who are being communicated not to, but with. Yeah, right? nice point. Well, uh, thank you very much for talking to me today, Debbie. You're welcome. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Hey, want more free stuff? Then head to the resources section of physics.com for free masterclass guides, blogs, videos, and more to help you with your digital signs. Please share, subscribe, and leave a review of this episode and connect with us on social media.